Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our new and returning listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. It really makes us happy, and it helps other Buccaneers fans find us. It absolutely does. And James, I hope you had a fantastic Father's Day weekend. You too, buddy. I absolutely did. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been so long since I've recorded a podcast. I almost forgot that I had to do this tonight. So happy to be back on with you talking to our listeners and very happy uh, to all of our listeners out there because, you know, even though we've cut down our workload uh, for this month, month and a half or so of quote unquote dead season in the NFL, our numbers aren't reflecting as much of a decrease as I would have expected them to. So uh, props out there to you Buccaneers fans that are continuing to stick with us and listen to us during this slow news day or a uh, period. We're talking about a lot of rankings. We're going to continue to talk about a lot of rankings, but first we're going to hear from you guys because we got a couple of voicemails over the weekend, James, and we're going to play both those in this episode, including starting off the show with this one. Hello, um, this is Anthony from California. Um, I feel like this is a question I have to ask. It's not sports-related, but I appreciate hearing your guys' insight. So it's pertaining to this off-season and just watching Pat McAfee show, an interesting topic came up. So um, I'll just start from the beginning. It started with Russell Wilson wasn't happy um, with Pete Carroll and the Seahawks wanting more help on the offensive line and on the weapon side demanding a trade. And then um, Aaron Rodgers on draft night demanding a trade rumors coming out. And, and, um, and then after that, it was on Pat McAfee hearing Zion wanted out of New Orleans. I mean, it's not Tampa Bay Buccaneer related, but it is player related. I wanted to know if this is a byproduct as players get more uh, leverage to decide where they want to go. If they're not happy to, one out um is this something we should expect is it good for the league is it bad for the league um i personally am tired of hearing um a lot of whiny players that that have really good teams that that they want out you know all that hard work so close to a championship you know the seahawks are good green bay packers are good you know one or two different moves and they're in the super bowl you know um why would they want to go to a different team, start fresh? You know, um, pretty selfish, in my opinion. A lot of, a lot of time and resources down the drain. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think, you know. Um, by the way, I, I want to think, um, I want to ask you guys, I thought Tom leaving New England was great. I think it was great for both parties. That is one of the few instances that I think it turned out good. You know, Brady won a championship. With our beloved Bucks, he proved the point. Belichick has a chance to start over, you know, and build something over the next five or six years. And I think that was good for the league, even though Montana came out and said he thinks he's, Tom should stay with uh, New England. But um, bit of a long question, I know, but it is football related, and um, I'm just itching to hear your guys' answers. 
so thank you. Have a good weekend. Happy Father's Day. And I, uh, I'll enjoy hearing from you guys. All right. Thank you very much for the call. David, do you want to go first? Do you want me to kick this off? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can start off. First of all, love love the call. Um, happy Father's I Day to you as well, if, if you're a father. Um, yeah, so I love the context. I love the, the specificity of it. It was long, but I decided to go ahead and let it play because I, I liked the context that was being related or relayed. So here's what I'll say. Is it a byproduct of players gaining leverage? I would say yes. And it started in the NBA. We saw it with a formation of super teams, you know, the Celtics and LeBron going to Miami and, and all those things. And, you know, it's a copycat league a lot of times, but it's also a copycat world, especially in the world of social media. And when you're an NFL player sitting there watching guys like LeBron James or like, you know, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, like kind of force moves, you know what I mean, to bring the, the critical pieces. I think we've seen an uptick in recruiting uh, among players across, you know, sports. So, so yes, I think it's something that's going to keep continuing. Whether it's good or bad for the league, honestly, I feel like it's going to be good or bad for the league depending on how the owners react to it, right? So, in, in, in general, generally speaking, you can't speak for each individual situation, right? Generally speaking, all of these moves are triggered by one thing, and that is a perception by a star player that a team or staff is not is – not, uh, dedicated to winning in the same way that the player is. So like for Russell Wilson, Russell just, he looks at things and says, you know, we didn't do a good job replacing these defensive players. We haven't really done a good job here. We're not doing a good job of, of shoring up our offense. Like I, I love the addition of DK Metcalf. I think it's great, but let's be honest. Seattle's passing game was never really the problem. The problem was the running game and the pass protection that continues to be their Achilles heel. And then you look at defense. I mean, they went out and made a trade for Jamal Adams. I'm sure that that's a move that kind of made Russell a little bit happy, but it hasn't really worked out. But they haven't done a good job of replacing a lot of players. But then you see guys like Richard Sherman leaving the Seahawks because they refuse to kind of bargain and negotiate with them and having success elsewhere. So that's kind of where that comes from. Aaron Rodgers is another situation. I've said it on this show before, James. You know, a lot of people say, well, look at, you know, the Green Bay Packers are at the NFC Championship game, one game away from the Super Bowl. So I guess that quote-unquote bad draft didn't really hurt them. While I counter, that bad draft hurt them more than ever because imagine if they had used those picks on weapons and players to help them win now instead of weapons to help them potentially, maybe, win in the future like Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon who didn't contribute to this season but may contribute to 2023-24 when Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. So for Aaron Rodgers, he's saying, well, if you're already planning for me to be gone, I might as well be gone now. You know what I mean? And I don't necessarily blame him. I think the fix to all this, James, because I mean, honestly, I could go on for an entire episode on this topic, to be honest with you, but I know we need to get to a break. And I think, James, you're going to have to give your response on the other side of the break just because I keep talking. I think here's the ultimate fix. And you bring up Tom Brady, the caller did. Tom Brady represents the fix because the NFLPA has still failed to get the owners to agree to some sort of terminology or language that allows players to terminate their own contracts, even though the ter the teams can terminate the contracts of the players. That's where a little bit of the divide comes from. But Tom Brady kind of represents the blueprint. Tom Brady's contracts, or at least I think the last three, including his one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, denies the team the opportunity to franchise tag him and has no trade clause in it. So the contract itself with the team gives the player control over their future. If Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers had kind of followed suit, then they would be in similar type situations. Granted, you know, it, it kind of kind of goes back and forth. Like if you want the five or six year deal, I think that's why we saw Dak Prescott really asking for like three years because then you're not tied to a team for five years watching them not try to build a winning team.
All right. Well, I I will give my thoughts on the other side because you took up all my time and and failed to mention the shout out to the Pat McAfee show. I'm sorry. We haven't listen. We haven't <laughs> talked in a long time. Like I've like I've got like a week's worth of talking built up in me right now. No, it, that's it's all good. And if you know if you want to take a gander and a guess as to where uh, Aaron Rodgers will end up playing in Week One, you can do so over at betonline.ag betonline the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season is in full swing we are down to the final four in the stanley cup playoffs you can track all the action at betonline get the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including the mlb nba nhl and all of your ufc and mma action before the next pitch or the next puck drop head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to and through the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on again promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts Now for segment two of the Locked On Bucks podcast, starting off the week after Father's Day weekend. And James, that's where I'm going to end it because it's your turn to react. Your turn to react to the voicemail that we got about player leverage and how they're using it in today's NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's it's to me, no two situations are alike, right? You know, you can say, well, there's a quarterback in Seattle that wants his way out of Seattle. There's a quarterback in Green Bay that wants his way out of Green Bay. Until some, you know, not so great things popped up. There was a quarterback in Houston that wanted his way out of Houston. I don't see the NFL going the way of the NBA. And and the player control that's going on in the NBA, to me, has made the league unwatchable. And I say that now, of course, when you have conference championships going on of teams that have either never won the title or I think the most recent one was what the the St. Louis Hawks in like 1958 or whatever it was. So all of a sudden, my whole theory of the NBA is unwatchable because of all of these player-driven super teams gets blown up right in my face. But that that's kind of an off year. You had the Lakers dealing with issues. You have Brooklyn with a, a half year of trying to get it together. And then all of a sudden, KD is by himself in, in the playoffs and, and all that. But I, I don't like the player-driven Super teams. It makes the league boring. You know it's going to be the same teams year in and year out. And it's been that way basically since the Celtics big three that you brought up with KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. So the NFL can't go that direction. The NBA, you can give these players max contracts and you can pay luxury taxes and and things like that. So the NFL can't do something like that. But Russell Wilson voicing his displeasure with basically being the most sacked and most hit quarterback in the NFL. I have no problem with that. The guy's getting his brains bashed in and he wants to win another championship. He wants his team to do something to help him win another championship. And that's keep him upright. I get it. Aaron Rodgers. He needed some help. He had Devonte Adams. He had, you know, Marquez Valdez dropsies who, you know, always loses the ball in key moments. He needed some help. And what did they do? They gave up draft capital to draft his successor. I understand 
He wants the opportunity to win a championship, and he there are personal issues going on with him and the front office in Green Bay that he's finally said, you know what, enough's enough. And we we kind of saw that with Favre, though I think that the blame laid more on Favre's inability to decide what he wanted and that the front office finally had to move on, and then you saw the clash between the two. But it's not like the Packers, even though they're a historic franchise, have ever been you know, talked about as one of the most player-friendly franchises out there. There there seems to always be these disputes. So I don't mind players voicing their opinion. They have a very small window in which they can find success in the, in the sport that they're in and compete for a championship. And if it's not working, you don't want to be stagnant. You want to move somewhere that is going to help you win. Look at Julio. Julio saw that the Falcons were just being stagnant. They weren't They weren't competing for a championship. They weren't the worst team in the league that needed a full rebuild either. He said, get me to a contender. That's all he wants. He wants to compete for a championship. So I have no problem with it as long as we're not seeing, you know, the NBA leak its way into the NFL or the NHL, or, I mean, I guess Major League Baseball has always been able to do it. The Yankees keep trying, but they keep failing. Yeah, I mean, I think the good thing about the National Football League is that it's it's kind of protected from these types of things just by the way that football is played. Because, I mean, you got 22 starters on the field, and those aren't even all your impact players. You can't just bring three guys. You know, I mean, look at the Kansas City Chiefs. you got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill all on the same side of the ball you're still not guaranteed to win a championship. So, I mean, these types of things, I don't think it's going to turn into what the NBA uh, has turned into in two-year credit. I mean, yes, you know, this this season's conference championship series aren't uh, the teams that anybody expected to see at this point in the year, and that's great. You know, to me, that's great. It makes it more entertaining. I love seeing guys like Devin Booker uh, getting their shot. But like you also said, you know, if without Anthony Davis's injuries and, and issues, LeBron James' fatigue, you know, Kyrie, if Kyrie Irving, you know, doesn't get injured, the Nets are probably in the finals you know, at the conference finals. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of other things that kind of played in uh, to, to what happened here this season in the NBA. But speaking of just how talented the National Football League is and why you'll never be able to see, you know, kind of the control that the players have in the NBA in the National Football League. Uh, we Every year, James, we have the NFL Top 100, and the one that everybody really pays attention to are the, the Top 100 players as voted by the players, of course. But other people out here in the media do take their crack at making a Top 100, and Pete Prisco of CBS Sports recently did his. And just, just a conversation on that, Tyler Lockett, star waters here for the Seattle Seahawks, number 98 on this list. So that's how talented the National Football League is. You're not getting any three, even five guys on a team that are just going to bulldoze through the entire league. But there are some Buccaneers on this list, James, and that's where we're going to talk about, of course, this being the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, and we're going to start at the top. Tom Brady, number four overall on Pete Prisco's list. The quarterbacks ranked above him. One of them we just talked about a little bit, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. And then Patrick Mahomes is the top overall player on Prisco's list. And then, of course, the first quarterback on this list as well. So what do you think about Brady's ranking? And what do you think about the ranking of the two guys ahead of him? I think it's great. I, I think Prisco has Brady ranked a little bit higher than a lot of people do. Uh, cough, cough, Chris Sims. But I, I have no issue with him being ranked behind Mahomes or Rodgers. Both of them had absolutely stellar seasons. One was the MVP. One was the runner up in the Super Bowl. But as far as like a pure talent, pure number standpoint, I, I like where Brady is on this list. All right, James. And then on number and then number 33 is the next Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And that is Devin White. 
and the only off-ball linebacker ahead of Devin White is Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers. And I, for one, uh, I love Devin White, and I love Fred Warner as well. So I'm not really splitting hairs over the fact that Fred Warner is the first linebacker, off-ball linebacker on this list, and then Devin White is next. Because I do, as of right now, I feel like Fred Warner is the more well, well, well-rounded off-ball linebacker. Basically, he's better in pass protection, pass coverage right now than Devin White is, at least the last time we saw both of them on the football field. Devin White, if he brings that pass defense ability up, then I think that he catches and surpasses Fred Warner probably next year. Yeah, same same here. It's nice to see Devin getting a little bit more respect than he has in some other rankings that we have seen. But being the number two ranked Buccaneer, the number two ranked off-ball linebacker, I think it's a good spot for him. And then, of course, uh, the next Buccaneer on the list is another off-ball linebacker. And in fact, it's the third one on this list, and that is Levante David coming in at number 44. So, of course, he's behind Devin White and Fred Warner. Again, it's it's nice to see Levante getting some of the respect that he has deserved for years and years, and he's starting to get that recognition after an incredible 2020 season. Yeah, absolutely. 56 on the list. The next Buccaneer is Shaquille Barrett, outside linebacker, and he's preceded by just Zadarius Smith of the Green Bay Packers. And Smith kind of, I mean, he works inside, he works outside. So, I mean, I don't know if I would call him a true outside linebacker, but more outside than inside, I think. Um, But this is where Prisco's list gets a little confusing because he lists some guys as outside linebackers. I mean, he listed Levante as an outside linebacker, but he's not an outside linebacker anymore. Um, But Shaquille Barrett behind Zadarius Smith, I don't know. I think it's like 1A, 1B. Uh, as far as outside linebackers are concerned. But again, you know, that, that's just splitting hairs. The next guy on the list, James, is Chris Godwin, the first Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver on this list. So ahead of Mike Evans, coming in 59th. We could do an entire episode on this too. So I'm just going to list the names of wide receivers that came ahead of Chris Godwin. Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams. And I think both of us would agree now we think Chris Godwin and probably Mike Evans should be ahead of at least three or four of those guys in terms of versatility, longevity of being successful alone beyond the rest of this stuff. But it's, it's a really good group of wide receivers to be named amongst. So again, it's, it's kind of hard to argue when you're talking top 60, top 100 players in the National Football League. But Chris Godwin, certainly a top 10 wide receiver as he's listed here. Yeah, let's see how high uh, Slant Boy is ranked after a season without Drew Brees. Coming in at number 62 is fellow Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans, and he's behind all those receivers that you just listed. Uh, I mean, I guess I get it. I do think I would personally rank Chris Godwin ahead of Mike Evans, but there are some other guys on this list that I would not have ranked above either one of them. And like you said, we could do an entire episode on, on just that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just just for argument's sake here, I mean, Justin Jefferson, I love the young guy. I think he's got a lot of potential, but let's let's do it for two years before we start putting you ahead of guys that have been doing it for more than two years. Uh, but there is a rookie Buccaneer on this list. He was a rookie before this list uh, or before this upcoming season. Number 82 is offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs coming behind a, a handful of offensive tackles. Most casual Buccaneers fans aren't going to know the other offensive tackles from the team, so we'll kind of leave it there. But basically what you can say is that all of these guys that are ahead of Tristan Wirfs, essentially they've been doing it for more years. So Tristan comes out in year two and rocks uh, the offensive line and rocks opposing defensive ends the way that he did in his rookie season. You can be sure that you're going to see Tristan higher up on Prisco's list next year. And then James, an honorable mention, not making the top 100, but making the honorable mention list again, Ali Marpet. Um, Ali Marpet continues to, for some reason, be ranked on the outside looking in. 
put put some respect on this yeah, name. Absolutely. And something else that we want to put some respect on is Built Bar, who comes at you with nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limit time flavor. James, starting on Sunday, they brought back strawberry and orange for quote unquote the summer. So I'm not sure if that's like the next month, month and a half. But if you were waiting for a strawberry or the orange flavor bars to come back out there, back out, you can go to builtbar.com and you can order those. If you don't want to try any of those, you can go with one of their original flavors, coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Or if you don't know which ones you like because you haven't tried them yet, order yourself a mix box, get two of all of those nine flavors, figure out which ones you like the best. If you like some of those fruitier flavors, go get you a strawberry, go get your oranges and give those a try. Strawberry is my all time favorite. So I'm definitely ordering myself a box before they're gone again. After this summer, most flavors of built bars are packed with 17 grams of protein while carrying just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs. Order yours today and get your favorites or that mixed box by going to builtbar.com. Use the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, that's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. David, one reason to repair or maintain your car is to save money that you can then use for other important things like mortgage or food or Buccaneers tickets because y'all are going to have to hit up that secondary market because the season tickets sold out. Why would you choose to spend up to 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? Don't do that. Head to our friends at rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices you prefer best of all those prices at rockauto.com always reliably low the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison of BucksNation.com. Check us out on Twitter at JayYarko underscore Bucks at DHarrison82. And David, we have a voicemail to where we're, we got a voicemail sandwich today. Did you notice that? We got a voicemail to open. We got a voicemail to close. And in the middle, we had a whole lot of meat, uh, you know, talking about a top 100, which you and I are going to be tossing out our own little top 100 predictions here this week, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. All right. Well, let's get to this other voicemail. Hopefully they reference the Pat McAfee show as well, because it might make your head explode. Hey James, hey David, it's Adam with Mark, uh, with, <laughs> from Cumming, Georgia. Um, I was just giving you a call, uh, me and my buddy the other night, we were, uh, having a couple drinks and we were talking, uh, conspiracy theories with, uh, the NFL and everything. And, uh, you know, Tom Brady came up and of course, you know, uh, I was saying to my buddy how much, you know, now that he's on our team, how much I like him and everything else. But we got into the conversation of, why is he still playing at the age that he's still playing? And I said, you know, he's just a competitive guy, perfectionist and everything else. But then we got a little deeper into it. And, you know, he's got all these rings 
and he keeps having this this drive for success. But what is one thing that he has never been able to do as a quarterback, and he was robbed of? It's a perfect season. I think that he's sticking around to see if he can complete that perfect season he got robbed of by the Giants. Um, I know that's out there, and maybe that's true, maybe it's not, but that's just uh, something that we were talking about. I figured you guys would enjoy talking about it, maybe. Um, so, anyways, hope you guys are doing fantastic. I know I am, and as always, go Bucks. Adam, thank you very much for the call. It's much appreciated. And, David, why is Tom Brady still playing? Well, because he's 44 years old. Um, He's in better shape than you or I, or I'm assuming Adam, because I think Tom Brady's in the best shape of any human being walking the earth not named Dwayne Johnson, and he can still do it. He's defying father time. He's defying the rules that he, you know, should have retired you know, five, six, seven years ago. And yeah, he did have that perfect season escape him. He was even asked point blank, would you trade any of your Super Bowl rings for that undefeated season? And he said, absolutely. So the question is, why is everyone talking about the Chiefs being able to go 20 and 0 instead of the defending champions and the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? Well, because the NFL needs to secure their quarterback of the future, and and they're they're expecting it to be Patrick Mahomes. So, hopefully, he can deliver for them. That's that's basically what they're sitting there in their league office and saying. But here's why I think Tom Brady is still playing. And, and yeah, of course, the undefeated season would be amazing, right? I think Tom Brady is still playing because he's got a grudge because he's holding a grudge, and he's holding a grudge against every single team in the National Football League that didn't draft him against every single GM that didn't draft him against every single head coach that didn't tell their GM to draft him, including Bill Belichick. Like he's holding a, he is still the six round pick sitting at home crying as he walks down the street because nobody likes him. He's still the kid that got benched at Michigan by Lloyd Carr. And he is out to prove that not only was he good enough to play, like a lot of people didn't think he was, but he was going to win. Not only is he good enough to win, but he's going to win more than anybody has ever won before. Not only is he going to win more than anybody has ever won before, he's going to win longer than anyone ever has before. And Tom Brady wants every single person that passed on him in the 2000 NFL draft to retire, knowing that they will never be as successful in this game as he is before he retires. That's why he's still playing because he has had the game taken away from him. He's been benched. He's been told he's not going to make it. He's not going to last. So nobody's going to take the game away from him. He's going to leave the game and take Tom Brady away from the game. That's why Tom Brady is still playing. That's a phenomenal answer. Like, I I can't add anything to that with that, David. Let's go ahead and get out of here because you just had a mic drop moment. And, uh, yeah. I, that was that was a fantastic answer. Now that you're done with this show, make sure you get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can check out more excellence like you just heard from David Harrison, as well as some not as excellent stuff from me over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at jarco underscore Bucks, at dharrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. 
you want to be part of the show in kind of this dead period and you have some fun questions or some random questions or you can still throw out those would you rathers send them to us at 813-444-5841 or you can email us at lockdownspodcast at gmail.com hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy wash your hands be good to each other and we thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks